Welcome everybody to my podcast. So this episode, we're going to talk about Ayn Rand's book, the Ayn Rand's book, Virtue of Selfishness, New Concept of Egoism. And we're going to talk about what um, one of my cousins taught me a little bit, like earlier this year, I think it was, conscious effort, having a conscious effort to speak clearly. And we could, we could also talk about rappers and how their their speech shows how intelligent they are and how unintelligent they are. Some rappers are intelligent and and they make dumbass music, dumb down music, dumbing down music, music to dumb down the nation, like uh, Two Chains. He graduated college, but his music is idiotic. His music is dumb, is dumbed down. So yeah, I think there's like a little agenda. I'm I'm a little skeptical. I'm skeptical. That's why it's called skeptically speaking. I'm skeptical, but I see some. There's some. People, um, some documents show that that the you know some of these studios, uh, record studios, have been um, owned by some CIA, former CIA, NSA, and all that. And all these big companies, movie studios, was um, owned by some FBI and CIA, former FBI CIA people who used to work for the government and all that, for secret agents and all that, um, or something like that. But yeah, so it might be planned out these um, music and all that music um, companies and all that is planned out with the dumbing down America. Like Head PE says, the music is dumbing down the nation. Head PE, Jared Gomez, Gomez Gonzalez Gomez, I forgot his last name. But yeah, um, so speaking clearly shows how intelligent you are. If you're thinking before you speak, if you're not thinking before you speak, like was a bro, but well, that's slang, slang words. Or slang terms and all that slang, and speaking like street 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 language. That's what it's called street street language. Um, I learned that on gospel hip hop, the, the the book gospel hip hop. I used to be a new ager, but not anymore. I still I still do meditation and still do yoga and all that just to you know clear my mind and relax and you know stay in shape and all that and be conscious. You know mindful mindfulness meditation is all about mindfulness. So to think before I speak and all that helped me think clearly and all that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like some, they did some science experiment on what um, what the brain react not reacts not reacts. What the brain acts when you meditate when you pray the same action happens when you pray the same brain brain um, act, I forgot I don't know what you, what you should call it but brain action I guess I call it right now. I, I forgot, but I forgot the word of it. I forgot the word for it. But brain activity. There we go. There we go. I got it. Brain activity. Brain activity in the brain when you meditate, when you pray, it reacts the same. It acts the same way when you pray and you meditate. So yeah. So yeah. So like right now, I'm thinking before I speak. I, I speak clearly. Hopefully, I speak clear enough for you guys to hear me perfectly and. Could understand what I'm saying and all that. So, yeah. And virtue selfishness, yeah. Virtue selfishness uh, speaks about reason on the second chapter and first chapter. And morality in the first chapter. First chapter, um, she quotes her character that she made for Atlas Shrugged. She quotes um, one of the chapters, one of the quotes from um, John Galt, the character, one of the main characters of Atlas Shrugged. The character that came out in, at the end of the book, she quotes and... This quote um, criticized the 
morality of Christianity and not, don't judge, don't judge people and all that by their actions, blah, 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 all that stuff. And be um, neutral, whatever, and pray and all that. You know, Christian morality. So the quote goes like this, the, from John Galt from the Alistair. Through centuries of scourge and disaster, open, open quote, through, through centuries of scourges and disasters brought about by your code of morality, you have cried out, God cried out, cried that your code had been broken, that the scourge were punished for breaking it, that men were too walk, too weak, too weak and too selfish to spill all the blood it required. You damn man, you damn existence, you damn this earth, but never dared to question your code. You went to crying that your code was noble, but ah, the doggy, the, the girly girl, was noble, but human nature was not good enough to practice it, and no one rose to ask the question. Good by what standard? Uh, you wanted to know John Galt's identity. I am the man who has asked that question. Yes, this is an age of moral crisis. Your moral code has reached its climax, the blind alley at the end of its course. And if you wish to go on living, what you now need is not to return to morality, morality but to discover it. So yeah, it criticizes the moral code of the day back then. In the, let's see, what year was this? What year was this? This was like the 1960s, I think. Not the 70s, it was like around the 1960s. Was it 1960s? Let's see, where is that? Yeah, 60s, 1960s. 1961 to 1962, 1963, no, 1964. 1964. The Virtue of Selfishness is the book that I'm quoting from. Well, I'll too, but on, on the Virtue of Selfishness. Virtue of selfishness, I almost, I almost speak with the non-conscious effort for a second there. For a second, I almost speak like a dumbass. So yeah, that's um, Anne Rand's book from the Alistruck. And yeah, it, it questions it questions the the moral code of that that era. Like some some existentialists, um, Anne, Anne Rand criticized existentialism. She criticized Nietzsche, not Nietzsche, not Nietzsche. Uh, Sartre, Sartre, and Simone de Beauvoir, Simone de Beauvoir, and I can't say, I can't pronounce the last name, de Beauvoir, de Beauvoir, a French philosopher, a French philosopher, um, Simone and Jean-Paul Sartre, existentialism and feminism, and she's a way different type of feminist, she's a feminist a little bit too, because she you know, sees men and women as equals, and the hero of the book of Atlas Shrugged is a man. And, and a woman. There's one woman and like two men, two men, I think. Two or three men that that um, that was on John Paul, not John Paul Sartre, John Galt's side. John Galt was um, saying, who is John Galt? And they you know, disappeared and stuff like that. And then at the end of the book, they found John Galt. And then John Galt was speaking about um, philosophy and Ayn Rand's whole philosophy you see on the um, fictional novel that she wrote, the Alice Shrugged. And Anthem, Anthem, and what was the other one? Fountainhead, Fountainhead, and um, shit, what was the name of the other one? I forgot the name of the other one, but Alice Shrug, Anthem, I got those two books. Um, but I don't got Fountainhead, I don't got that book yet. But yeah, but I'm planning on reading it one day and buying it. But um, yeah, 
so yeah, she criticized the moral code of the day back in the 60s. And before she was an author, she was a screenwriter and she was an actress. She went to movies and all that and made some money and she was a screenwriter. She wrote, um, she made movies and she acted in movies. And then after that, she became an author and, and she studied philosophy too. And she took some of Aristotle's philosophy. She took some of Aristotle's philosophy, some of his ethics, some of his metaphysics. And then she changed it up a little bit and added her own. And that's the same thing with um, Nietzsche and same thing with, what was the other one? Nietzsche and Marx, not Marx, uh, Zizek, Zizek. Zizek um, took some stuff from Karl Marx and changed it up a little bit. So Zizek is a Marxist and Ayn Rand is an Aristotelian, Aristotelian. And Nietzsche is a Dionysus, Dionysus. Well, Dionysus is, is a mythical character, it's a mythical character. But uh, Nietzsche took some stuff from, who he took some, some stuff from? I forgot who. Um, um, for a second there, I just, forget, I just, just left me. The thought of um, who Nietzsche um, took some of his um, ideas from is, I, I can't remember, I can't remember right now. I, I almost had it, I almost had it in my head, but I just left. So yeah, um, so yeah, reason, reason. Oh yeah, and another chapter I'm gonna read later is talks about reason, the second chapter of Virtuous Selfishness. Reason, 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 she speaks highly of reason, Anne Rand. And I like to call myself objectivist because I agree with many of her ideas, like almost every single of her ideas. But and I put it to practice and all that, and with meditation and with meditation and with a little bit of uh, reason and thinking, um, thought experiments and all that. Meditation and thought experiments. One form of meditation is the thought experiment that uh, from the book the Dalai Lama the. Um, the book of Dalai Lama, How to Practice, um, Dalai Lama, the Buddha, not the Buddha, he's, he's not the Buddha, he's the Dalai Lama, uh, he's the sixth Dalai Lama, the sixth, or, yeah, yeah, I think he's the sixth or the seventh Dalai Lama, the sixth or seventh, I think, or fourth, I can't remember which Dalai Lama he was, it's like the Pope, Pope of Tibetan Buddhism, Tibetan Buddhism, Dalai Lama, like the Pope is the, you know, the big guy, the boss of Catholicism, and Dalai Lama is the boss of Tibetan Buddhism, Tibetan Buddhism, not the whole Tibetan not the whole Buddhism, not not every Buddhism, not every denomination of Buddhism, but just uh, Tibetan um, denomination of Buddhism. Um, denominations, like there's like hundreds of denominations of Christianity, there's hundreds of um, denominations of, well, there's like four denominations of Satanism, denominations are like four of them, and there's like a lot, like tens and tens of uh, denominations of Buddhism. I think there's, I don't know about Taoism, I think it's just one denomination of Taoism. But yeah, yeah. Um, but but back to um, Anne Rand and her philosophy. But yeah, um, this one. Oh yeah, lost track. Okay, this one, this one, uh, this one thought experiment. This one thought experiment of the Dalai Lama that I got from the book How to Practice. It's like like selflessness, selflessness. Um, like you meditate and then you um, just imagine there's like a group of people on one side and one person on one side. Or you're you're one side of the of of the meditation, and you're trying to give um, love to the to the group, and to like trying to um pretend it's a thought experiment, like trying to be selflessness, and then that will also help you trying to be selflessness in reality after you meditate and all that. Then you be you know selfless in reality. That's you know like like in Buddhism, Buddhism the the epistemology epistemology epistemology. Oh, 
epistemology, epistemology of Buddhism um, um, manifests into action, epistemology of Buddhism, knowledge of Buddhism, mind state, the mind state of Buddhism, mindfulness manifests into action as kindfulness and compassion. That's the Buddhist philosophy right there. Mindfulness and action and compassion, that manifests to compassion. And Taoism, Taoism is, is, is action and, and clearing the mind and all that. Like, it's, it's the opposite. It's almost the opposite of Buddhism. So yeah, like the actions and, like, and then that helps you with mindfulness, with the actions. So it's like the opposite of Buddhism. I, I already said that. I'm repeating myself now. Okay, but now, um, Enran. So, Enran talks about reason, and I just mix the two together of the Buddha and Enran. And on the second chapter of Virtue of Selfishness, it says, the standard of mental health is biologically appropriate. Mental functioning is the same as that of physical health, man's survival and well-being, and mind is healthy to the extent that its method of functioning is such as to provide man with the control over reality that the support and furtherness of his life requires. What he meant by um, controlling reality is that you buy stuff, you buy stuff and all that, like you use reason, you think about what you're going to do with, after your job, after you get paid for your job and all that, and you buy a house or buy pay rent for the, for the house, for your family, and you buy food for your family, you, you control reality. You're controlling rea reality with your reason and your actions. Your reason and your actions. That's kind of like Buddhism a little bit. You know, your reason is mindfulness, reason, and then actions that manifest to actions, and then with actions, and then you, you know, you just, you know, not, yeah, compassion too. Compassion and self-interest, rational self-interest, rational self-interest and reason. That's kind of like the Buddha. So yeah, I mix the two philosophies together for my practice of meditation. And my daily, my daily routine and all that, and and my um, actions towards people and all that. But that's that's the personal stuff. I don't. I this this whole time I was talking about personal stuff. But yeah, uh, but I guess it's interesting a little bit. Actually, no, nah, not really. My life's not that interesting. But yeah, I'm talking about um, how Anne Rand's philosophy helps people, and the Buddha helps people, and and how reason. Is oh yeah, and the rest of the chapter, the rest of the chapter. So you the, I lost the page. Ah, shit. Others. The hallmark of this control is self-esteem. Self-esteem is the consequence, expression, and reward of a mind fully committed to reason. To reason, reason, the faculty that identifies and integrates the material provided by the senses, is man's basic tool of survival. Commitment to reason is commitment to the maintenance of a full intellectual focus to the constant expansion of one's understanding and knowledge to the principle that, that, that one's actions must be consistent with one's convictions, that one must never attempt to fake reality or place any consideration above reality, that one must never permit oneself contradictions, that one must never attempt to subvert or sabotage the proper function of consciousness. The proper function of consciousness is perception, cognition, and the control of action. So yeah, like, so Ayn Rand speaks against mysticism on that chapter. Well, that Ayn Rand is uh, another author that helps write, wrote this book right here. 
What's the name of the author again? Nathaniel Brandon. Nathaniel Brandon. Oh, shit, I just ripped one page. Shit. I need to get a new book. New copy of this book. This is one. It's an old one. It's an old one from the 60s. This book's from the 60s. You get the, the Ayn Rand University um, version. Not university. It's just Institute. You know, Ayn Rand Institute. Ayn Rand Institute. I need to get their copies. The new, new copy. Because this one is kept on ripping up. It's old. It's like 60, 70, 80, 90, 2000, 2000. Hey, 60, 60 or 70 years old, almost 70 years old. Uh, so yeah, it, it speaks against mysticism. Objectivism speaks against mysticism. It's against mysticism like powers and meditate, not meditation. Well, it's a little bit of a slightly like, to me it's like meditation is like reason, how you think, mindfulness, mindfulness, concentration, effort and all that, the eightfold path of Buddhism. Eightfold path. It's like the eightfold path in philosophy and all that, and objectivism. I mix it to, to uh, like I already said that. I already said that. Um, so yeah, mysticism like uh, reincarnation and and karma and all that. Instead of like like in good standards and all that. Good standards. You you raise the standards. You you put your standards high high up there. Like. Like standards of moral standards and all that, you have to um, be ready to be judged by moral standards. Like when you judge somebody um, morally, then you get ready to be judged back. The same moral standards that you as you put on other people, that's objectivism. So that was like a new idea right there in the '60s. And Rand just bring a new um, way of thinking. And Rand Nietzsche before and Rand knows Nietzsche. Nietzsche um, brought nihilism into the mainstream. And Chiron, later Chiron something, I forgot his last name. Chiron something, I forgot his, last, his middle name, and I forgot. But Chiron, he, he was the, he's a little bit of a nihilist too. But um, he likes to, his, one, one of his works is um, Heights of Despair, The Heights of Despair. See, the first few pages of that book, he talks about being lyrical, being lyrical, like, being in the moment, mostly. It's mostly being in the moment, like YOLO. YOLO, you only live once. Be in the moment, be lyrical, just live for the moment and like, be happy, have fun, party and stuff like that, dancing, you be in the moment, be lyrical. He, he calls it being lyrical on the first few pages of his book. Um, what's that have to do with Ayn Rand and Buddhism? Being mindfulness. Mindfulness and being, you know, senses, the senses override when you, when you, uh, not override, that's an override, um, but it, uh, you, you focus mostly on um, sensory um, activity and the reality and objective reality. And that's why it's called objectivism, because it's objective reality. It's a philosophy that you living on earth. That's what she calls it, a philosophy of living on earth. Objectivism, objectivism. And yeah, uh, lyrical, reason, mindfulness. And what's this have to do with rappers? I, I got a little theory, a little theory, like a little theory right now. Just popped up. I just, I just remembered one theory. Because I was ra listening to some rock and rap, some rock music, some punk rock and some rap music. Some more technique talking about, um, I forgot what song was it, but like they're trying to um, say revolutionary music, punk rock and hip hop. Some hip hop, not all hip hop, but some hip hop is revolutionary, like more technique. And some punk rock is, you know, rebellious and revolutionary, like Happy E. And Happy E talks about, 
one of their songs was like, it was like trying like like yeah, we trying to be the you know the new rule not rulers but like trying to be like trying to beat the system and beat the um, cops and be um be the new cops whatever. Happy talks about that or something like that. But then more technique doesn't really talk about that, but talks about like um you know battling the system and all that. And then actually, never mind, never mind, never mind. I forgot the whole theory that I had. I forgot the whole theory. I forgot, I forgot the whole theory right now. But yeah, uh, that's that's for another episode though. If I remember their theory again, if it pops up again. But it's like it's like music. Some some artists trying to um rally up the the rioters and all that and then the cops and they're trying to I don't know something like that but I can't remember exactly how, how it goes but had a little conspiracy theory connecting things to, connecting things together that doesn't have have nothing to do with each other that's like conspiracy theory conspiracy not but conspiracy theories like there's there's evidential conspiracy theories every, every, not evidential is that the right word for it evidence and all that but yeah like like evidence based theories like like what uh, Alex Jones, not Alex Jones, but some 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 of Alex Jones' work talks about some paperwork, some some documents, some documents that shows like what's the plans for the UN and UK and all that stuff, and some documents document um, conspiracies based on doc documents, real documents, real um, CIA documents and all that stuff. But I mean, I'm not that much of a conspiracy theorist. Not not conspiracy theorist. Not really. I'm against conspiracy theories because, like, some of them are dumb, like, idiotic, like, it has nothing to do with, you know, with re real life and all that. Like, like Satan worship in music. No, there's no Satan worship. Like, in music, like, there's lots of Christians in rock and, and metal, some Christians in hip-hop, there's some Muslims, there's some Jewish people, there's some atheists, there's some Christian. I said Christian. There's, yeah, I said Christian. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's not really Satan worship. There's different people with different religions, different um, political backgrounds, and all that too. So yeah, different um, different different worldviews and all that, different philosophies. Like I'm talking right now, philosophies of objectivist philosophy, Buddhist philosophy, um, nihilism philosophy, nihilism, nihilism. Um, like some some Muslims think that, and some Christians and Muslims think that um, atheism leads to nihilism. Sometimes, sometimes it does. Sometimes, sometimes it does. Like, uh, but atheism, but humanism is a worldview. Atheist just means I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist, but uh, in some, 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 some cases, some cases, um, people um, from some atheists lead to nihilism. Some, in some cases it does. In some cases. But uh, most of the time, it doesn't really lead to nihilism because there's other beliefs. There's different belief systems, different belief systems that um, belief systems like Taoism and Buddhism. Taoism, Buddhism, Objectivism, Buddhism, Satanism. There's different um, philosophies right there. Different religions, different religions, different uh, primitive philosophies. And and atheist Christianity, atheist Christianity. There's such there's such a thing. Believe it or not, there's a there's a small group of Christians that are atheists. Small group. They still follow the um, teachings. They still read the Bible, and they be, and they still be an atheist. There's Gnostic, Gnostic Christianity, Gnostic, like God's the evil villain in the Bible, and there's like um, a special way to read the Bible in a certain way and all that. Gnostic Christians. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, it's not 
atheists, atheism doesn't really lead to nihilism. Most most of the time, doesn't really lead to nihilism. Doesn't lead to nihilism. like in my family. Most of us are, most of us are not most of us. Um, some of us are Jehovah's Witness. Some of us are Christians. Some of us are Catholics. Some of us are atheists. Most most atheists in my family are are Republican or Republicans or Republicans. Most atheists in my family are Republicans. Yeah, believe it or not, yeah, that's that's true. That's true, right? The Republicans in my family are atheists. Are atheists? I'm an atheist. Um, like my cousin, I think my sister. I think I don't know. I, th- well, I don't know. She's like agnostic mostly. Um, and my uncle, one of my uncle, one of my cousin, one of my aunts. Uh, who else is a Republican? I'm a Republican. Well, I'm, I'm not really like to be called Republican, but I'm lead. I lead. I lean more of the right side. I lean right mostly. So most of my beliefs are are Republican type of uh, like capitalism, less fair capitalism, well, less fair capitalist. But I like to be yeah, I call myself a less fair capitalist because it's a great idea. It's a good idea. Good. Um, Good political not ideology is it ideology political ideology is not ideology but I learned some ideology from Zizek from Zizek I read some Zizek I read one book on Zizek's books um, so yeah like most of my family that are Republican are atheists but all of my atheist family members are Republican mostly and then the the believers of my family are mostly Democrats uh, but I think like mom. Like I, I played a big part of Ma's um, political views and all that, but because like Ma doesn't wasn't into um into politics, but like when I talk about Trump and when I talk about Santas and the Republicans and all that, and then she's like, yeah, I hope Trump to win, you know, this time, and we lost, we lost, you know, Biden sucks, and well, Trump sucks too. Trump and Biden sucks. They're both terrible. They both are terrible. The Santas though. He's doing a good job in Florida. He's doing a way good job. I hope that DeSantis might run for president in 2024. Hopefully he runs for president. Or maybe if Rock runs for president, if I like his ideas, if I like um, The Rock's um, leanings of political leanings and all that, his his ideas and all that, then yeah, I vote for um, The Rock. I vote for for The Rock. Uh, But I haven't voted yet for anybody. I haven't voted yet for anybody. I registered as a independent, but but then after that, like a couple of days later, after registered for, to vote, then I learned that independent if people registered as independent, they can't vote Republican. They only can vote for Democrat. So I'm, I'm gonna re-register the vote when I get when I I'm gonna re-register the vote. Uh, I'm gonna re-register register the vote um, next time, and then I'll put myself as a Republican. Put myself as a Republican, register as a Republican, and get the card and all that, the the, the card carrying Republican and all that stuff, and then start voting for the first time. First time voting, hey, that'd be awesome. I vote really late in my life, but eh, I'm still voting. That's good. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm everywhere now. I'm everywhere. Okay. Uh, so yeah, philosophy. Okay, uh, that's the main topic of today. Uh, so yeah, some rappers like. More technique is uh, more of an anarchist. Like uh, his political philosophy, his political philosophy, political worldview is uh, very anar- anarchist. Very anarchist. 
What's going on inside? So yeah, philosophy. So yeah, self-interest, rational self-interest, reason, mindfulness is what uh, I practice. And Akashic Records is, I don't know, like, like I had a, like one hallucination like of like some energy or whatever, but then I, I think to myself, I think to myself, like, is this really real or is this just hallucinations and all that. Then I was like, huh, if no one else experiences this stuff, then it must be hallucinations. Then that's that's being skeptical. That's being skeptical. That's being skeptical. That's being rational. And yeah, but then cosmic records, then well, that's that's too much of the personal stuff that I was about to, about to go into more personal stuff. But yeah, like um, sometimes like I hallucinate. Sometimes I um, like audio and visual hallucinations and all that, but I take medication for that. that that's about it. That's that's all I want to share. But yeah, um, but thinking clearly, like thinking to myself, it really helps. Meditation helps a little bit. Like it quiets the mind, and then you know it helps a little bit. The meditation and rational thinking and all that. Allows a good reason. Helps a lot to stay grounded in reality and all that. Yeah. And yeah, um, so yeah, the top three philosophers, in my opinion, is the Buddha. Well, Buddha is a, um, a, a religious um, figure, but um, he's he's also a philosopher. He also Eastern philosophy, Eastern philosophy, the Gautama Siddhartha Buddha, Siddhartha, the Buddha, um, and that's one. And Ran two. No, number one is Anran. Ran. Number one is Anran. Ran. Number two, the Buddha. Number three, Shirin. So, number three is either Shirin or Nietzsche. Shirin or Nietzsche, or what was the other one again? Or Leonard? Not Leonard Peacock. That's also Anne Rand. That's, he studied Anne Rand, and he's he's objectivist, so it can't be Leonard Peacock because I already picked Anne Rand. So Shirin or Nietzsche? Nietzsche or Shirin? Me Shirin. So Anne Rand, the Buddha, then third Shirin. It's, it's, I think it's spelled C I O R N, Shir and Shir, yeah, C I O R N. Uh, yeah, and I just had a little break right there. I just paused the, the recording because I was busy getting some food. Super Bowl today, Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be on in like an hour or so. Like one hour, a few minutes. A few minutes or an hour. It says on the guide, the TV guide, it says, like 3.40 or 5 or something, but I think it's going to be on 3 or 4 o'clock. Either 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock, it's going to start. Yeah, um, what was I talking about again? Oh yeah, um, top three philosophers and all that. Now I'm talking about you. <laughs> it was a great day, man. So yeah. Sharing the reasons why I picked those three. First, um, what got me to um, philosophy is Eastern philosophy. 
I was a Buddhist for a while. I was a New Ager for a while too. New Ager. And then later after being a New Ager, after Nietzsche, rest of Nietzsche, rest of Aristotle, Plato, and then after reading some Plato and Nietzsche, then I became more of a skeptic, then read the Bible a little bit, read a little bit of the Bible, then became an atheist. So yeah, and then Buddha, the one that I dig the most before Ayn Rand, before I learned about Ayn Rand, was um, well, first Nietzsche, first at Buddha, then Nietzsche, then and then then Ayn Rand, then Sharon, then Sharon later on. Um, the Buddha mindfulness—that's the big thing that I practice um, meditation, mindful meditation, and I still practice that meditation. Um, and then Sharon, like I haven't read too much of Sharon, but he's become more of a. Like lyrical, I adopted that idea. Lyrical, I adopted that, that idea by Sharon. Um, and I haven't finished reading the book yet, but he's starting to be like one of my favorite philosophers, Sharon. And then Anne Rand, I read a lot of Anne Rand, I read a lot of Anne Rand. Um, so she got me um, into politics, Anne Rand. I got into politics, Anne Rand. Well, not before, before Anne Rand, I got into um, Sterner, Sterner, Anarchist. I read some anarchist books, some anarchist books by some anarchists. Um, uh, I forgot the name of this one feminist anarchist. I forgot her name. Fuck, what's her name again? I forgot. But um, she read, she wrote some books um, on anarchism. Got her name, but she's popular, but I can't remember her name. Well, yeah, then Anne Rand got me into capitalism and a whole, way, a whole new way to. Okay, one got me to philosophy too, but. Mostly like the Eastern philosophy. First, I got into Eastern philosophy, then the Buddha, then got to Western philosophy, Nietzsche, and Ayn Rand. And Ayn Rand, like self, rational self-interest, and greed is a good thing. Greed, not greed, like 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 for someone, you know, keeping every all the money to himself and has no family, has no friends, and he just keep everything to himself. He's not I'm donating to charity, whatever. But greed, in Ayn Rand's view. Objectivism is like yeah, family. You buy food for your family, buy because that's what you're not buying food for other people's family. You just buy food for your own family. You're paying rent for the house, your family's house. You buy some food and and then in the grocery store you sell food at the grocery store, sell food, and you get paid. You know, get a job and get paid. You're being greedy. You're being greedy. You um, being a grocery clerk, being a clerk. That's a service, that's a service, you're being a service, but you're also being greedy because you're getting paid for it. No one else, but well, some other people are getting paid for it too, but you're also getting paid you know, in your life. You're getting paid, you pay the rent and all that. That's greed, that's greed. That's selflessness, that's greed. And envy is a slightly, it's a little bit of a good thing. Envy, like when you want something that someone else wants, you buy it, you buy it, you buy it, go out and buy it, get a job and buy it. So yeah, you buy it and from a store or whatever. So yeah, Ayn Rand, Buddha, Sharon, top three philosophers. Yeah, I'm just gonna eat my food and stop talking <laughs> and watch some TV a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully you guys are having a good day. Go, go watch your football, go watch your sports, whatever, have some fun. Wrestle self-indulgence, eat whatever you wanna eat, drink whatever you wanna drink. If you're drinking alcohol, drink alcohol. If you're drinking beer, drink. If you're drinking soda, I meant to say soda. If you're drinking soda, if you're drinking beer, there you go. If you're drinking beer, drink it, drink it. Eat some food, junk food. If you're vegan, be a vegan. If you're 
of um, omnivore, be an omnivore, whatever the fuck you want to eat or drink, just do that thing. Watch your football, watch, enjoy your day, whatever you want to watch. You know, it's rational self-indulgence. That's what I'm talking about. That's another, Anton LaVey, that's another philosopher that I like. He's, a, he's also a, a, a religious um, leader, um, Anton LaVey, not a leader. Um, Satanism doesn't want, uh, that's for the next episode for today or tomorrow. So yeah, peace the fuck out. <laughs>